You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Of Doom returns Doom. for part three of our sequels episode. <laughs> that was that. no, that was really. Terrible. I thought it was better really this time. Let me try it again. Ahem, me, 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 Damn, that was scary. <laughs> that was so no, that wasn't it. That was me prepping. <laughs> Deliberations of Doom returns for the third That's even worse. <laughs> Can we just stop? If we put an echo on that, that might actually sound good. It might actually. That's pretty good. (laughs) Now I'm going to die. Yeah, now you're dead. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Alan. I'm Nicholas. Wait, who am I? Um, I wonder. Some sort of virtue. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm patient. That's the one, yes. And we're Jelly Rachel's out with with our ever helpful gimp sidekick Shotload. Shotload. <laughs> He's not actually a gimp. We just make him wear that suit. <laughs> he just he just really likes the gimp suit. It's, it's, it's hot. I'm not yeah. going to say it's not. It really is. He looks. I mean, good we in totally it. do not have him locked in a cage. We except we do. except we do, and he totally. Let me go get food. <laughs> we totally don't cattle prod him. And uh, I don't know if you saw our interim little video on Facebook that uh, Chris yeah. Cox is going to post on of our, me, like, just gorging my face with Taco well, Bell. Only subscribers can see it. It's on our subscriber-only Facebook go. site. That's if a you lucky little that. bit. You get to watch patients eating a burrito. For all of you very specific food fetishists out there, <laughs> it's like, there's a snippet of Taco Bell eating. <laughs> And of, of a rare shot of Shotlos out of the gimp suit and out, out of, the, of the cage. Well, yeah. somebody had to go get Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, and, and they have a way of being a little weirded out if you order stuff in a full gimp suit at Taco Bell. It's <laughs> From weird. a cage. You don't always get your food. Yeah. <laughs> and and if, you, if any of our listeners love us enough, we always take um, gifts in the form of Taco Bell and or whiskey. Or any Venmo type of yeah. thing. Or just, <laughs> or just money. subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe. Uh, so we do have one last question. We do. I from Ben. What is it. that question? Um, it's from Ben Bird Whistle. Yes. Whistle. 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 Um, and he asks, is it because of slasher movies that franchise numbers beyond three, and we talked about this earlier, have become an anthema to film studios? Why is it a trope that horror movies suddenly go into space? Great fucking question. I can't. I think there's, aren't there only two horror movies that go into space? Well, just just well we have Leprechaun. Well, we I guess have it's Halloween H2O. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Hellraiser. No, H2O is definitely. Yeah, but I think oh, in the space is almost, yeah. it's just like a fill-in for like, 
why do they feel the need to just be like, uh, what the fuck are we going to do? Let's get super uncreative and just do something just wild. That's what we do. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like they, uh, I mean, and I think that we see this as a progression in, in our final thoughts. I think we're going to talk about this. There's a progression in our plot lines where they just have nothing else to do. What are they going to do except right. for be extremely, well, like... You know, I of- think a lot of it has to do with like the budget of these movies are low, the very producer controlled over like director and creator controlled. People get like shifted out of their franchise. The people that really love to make these type of movies don't often get to make studio horror movies until recently. Like studio horror movies have gotten good again, mm-hmm. but there was a long period of time where they were just like, "This is a money maker. Make something. Put it out there. Who gives a fuck?" Like space is in right now, the hood is in right now, whatever. Just like make some, like get it out there, and they get like people who aren't really passionate about a horror movie to direct it and to write it, and they kind of just fumble something out. You yeah, know I mean, mean, we're in kind of a, like a renaissance right now of right the horror now, fans. Yeah, where, thanks like, to Jordan Peele, everyone is uh, thanks to a lot of people yeah. like uh, that have been coming out and doing like films that are really impressive, new uh, like. Once again, hate this term, but elevated horror, as they would say, like these films are super intelligent because it immediately dismissive of other horror films. Ah. It denigrates horror, yeah. Yeah, exactly. By its definition, it says, oh, any film that's not elevated horror is garbage. You know, it's like, they can't say us is a horror movie. They have to say it's elevated horror. You know, it's not trash. It's the latest attempt by people who've tried to claim that horror films aren't horror films. They're thrillers when they're actually like Silence of the Lambs level good. Despite the fact Jonathan Demme has always said that that's a horror film. Uh, Like, to go like, no, I can't possibly give this much respect to something that's called horror, it's, you know what I mean? It's the latest attempt to say, like, oh, now suddenly, for the first time in history, horror movies have become elevated. It's like, Uh, come on, stop. The comedy can't be nominated for a best picture. But the point is that, like, the studios are catching on that horror is a big thing, and they're more willing to accept non-franchise, non- Formulae, formulaic stuff, like non-sequels, which is amazing, because for a long time you couldn't even get a horror movie produced unless it was a sequel or a remake or what have you. It's only in the past three or four years that this has started to change, and it changed suddenly in a, in a huge way. Well, I want to segue into that, because Final Destination 5, which is our next movie from 2011, was the first film in a franchise history to receive positive reviews, and it was the second highest grossing movie in a franchise. So, they did something right In there. this franchise. Yeah, in this yeah. in this particular Final no, Destination to, franchise. To be fair, yes. it's, it wasn't the first film to receive positive reviews in this it, franchise. It, it was the, the highest five. reviews. The highest reviews and highest grossing. Yeah, highest grossing as for As a sure. sequel. It was or also, I guess it's prequel. Final Destination 5 is also the most expensive film they made in the series. It was the final film in the series. To date, there's not Wait, another Final Destination movie. No, I think there's one after it called The Final Destination. No, that was four, right? No, this, I mean, no, there were, there's another one after this. I could have sworn that four was the final death. Y'all talk, but I don't know. Okay, you look it up. But this one is definitely a prequel. No, it's the, the this is the last one, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, the most, fi- the most recent installment of the Final Destination no, film series. No, came out in shit. 2011. 2011. Uh, and this was the... It, it's the film that pretends as if they had a plan the whole time and yeah, does a reasonably this. good job of, like, 
tying them all together in a way that you don't realize it's doing it until it's over. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, this tied all the movies together into a giant grand plan, and it's they a prequel it to all of them. Well, as well, because this, I liked this movie I, a it's, lot. It's weird. When I saw this in the theater, I was meh about it. And rewatching it, which I was not looking forward to, I was like, what didn't I like about this before? This is really fun, and it has the second best of all the opening sequences in any of this film, which, by the way, also is the longest yeah. by a sizable margin of the opening total disaster things. The bridge just like sequence is impressive. It yeah. really is, with the exception of the the, the final death in it. Well, it's, 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 I, okay, it's so silly, but it doesn't David, look right, is it Kirch, Kirchner? Kechner. Ke- Kechner. Kechner, yeah. who I love. His death scene in the opening sequence is, like, one of the most brutal I've ever seen with I know, Brutal, which bums me out, because so, keeping, our, keeping our body count and best yeah. kill list. I don't know if I could count it we because this is a premonition. Okay, okay, right. we can't do a uh, we can't do a body count because the bridge and oh, the plane. I got a body and, count. Okay, <laughs> I got so a full is body your, count. Is your body count like around four hundred? Because that <laughs> was approximately three hundred and seventy nine. Okay, kills in this movie. there you go. It's <laughs> perfect. No, I'll break, I'll break actually, it all down. My favorite. What are my favorite? You're like kills, how many people can be on the plane? One of my favorite kills in this movie is the first one. The girl falls off the bridge and lands oh, on the, the fucking belt? like sailboat, like <laughs> fucking top of this what is the and just like her intestines are sticking out of the top of it. I was like, oh my god. What's funny is that kill is really good, but it it also brings me to the point like the one thing I kind of hate about this movie is it is 3D as fuck Uh, and like now that 3D is not post this was done in 3D I know in the theater it's probably pretty cool but watching it at home where like they just have to point a bunch of stuff at my screen it's the classic problem with 3D like if but they're designed for a theater-going experience, for it to be fun. It's and, the, yeah. it's the, the Jason 3 harpoon towards this, the yeah. little corner of the screen thing, which you keep noticing watching it not in 3D. Like, that felt right, weird. Exactly. My thought in 3D, and I think the best use of it is, if you extend the background farther to make you feel like you're falling into the screen, that's really useful. Throwing things at people's faces is just a goofy little, like, schlocky thing to do. Yeah. yeah. But that's classic in the horror. And especially yeah. when you're watching it not in 3D, you're like, well, that was a 3D shot. But they, yeah, I mean, they sure. needed to do better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all things considered, when I saw it in the theater, I I, I think we even said the 3D's great, man. Yeah. It looks but terrific. That's, that's what I think is. I've ever seen it. I mean, like, the 3D's fun in this movie. Similar to, like, My Bloody Valentine 3D, which is yeah. like, they go for it. It's like, this is cheap and it's stupid and it's a gimmick and we're going to embrace and it. it's fucking amazing. And that's awesome in the theater. <laughs> Watching it home, it's just like, <laughs> shitty. But, like, yeah, Nick, shitty. do you have a synopsis? Yeah. Oh. Let's see here. Do we get have on a Nick synopsis? Nick synopsis. Really? No, that's what we're going to do. Nick synopsis. All right. What is what are we going with? Nick Sopsis. Alright. I think if anyone has a better suggestion, I would welcome it. Because he obviously hates life. <laughs> <laughs> Nick okay, Sopsis. so our main character is Sam. He's on a bus full of his coworkers. They're going on a retreat, a weekend retreat to build, you know, coworking skills or something. As apparently people who ch- make those life choices do. Yeah. Wait, and perfect. apparently no one wants to do it either, which is right. realistic, I think. Uh, and they're going over a suspension bridge, and he's got a vision of the, su- the suspension bridge collapsing, and all sorts of people dying, including everyone on the bus, himself, and his ex-girlfriend included. And so, 
He has his vision. He tries to convince everyone to get off the bus. Almost no one believes him. He brings his girlfriend and maybe two other people follow him. I think. Ex, by the way, ex, girlfriend who just broke up with him right before yeah, it happened. Just moments before yeah. this. Yeah. And he winds up saving them and everyone else dies. They're wondering how he knows that this happened. He also doesn't know. And then death is apparently coming for all of the survivors. As if you watched any of the Final Destination films, you know like that's this. the premise of all of them. Huge disaster in the beginning. Character goes, <gasps> that didn't just happen. Oh shit, all the things I was seeing in my dream were happening. Everybody get off the whatever. They all survive. Those characters survive. People who were not characters die. And they go, oh my god, I can't believe you saved us. Tony Todd shows up at some point and goes, like, Tony Todd. and goes, oh, you Sorry. fucked up, son. Horror yeah. icon Tony Todd hit, yeah. hit each yeah. episode. Candyman. 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 Oh, man, you should have just died. I'm just telling you, you're going to get now. it worse now. He says, <laughs> so y'all, is, he says, y'all just be careful now. Yeah, y'all just be careful now. This is the like, first and only of the, the Final Destination movies I've seen. And correct me if I'm wrong, is this exactly the same as every other Final yeah, Destination oh, no. movie? It's, it's, yeah, it's, with the exception that it's the first one, other than the second one, that ties them together. Okay. The second one firmly tied the first one into its yeah. mythos. Three, and, three four and four kind of had, didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they were just kind at of all. Their own They're mouth. just kill. This is like set up for fun kill scenes. Right. Um, part one, two, and this one are speaking to the larger mythology of this. Yeah, that ties it firmly together. In fact, there are like something like 300 references in this that are hidden throughout it to the previous films, including three and four. Yeah. Like, like photographs that are on people's tables and shit. Oh, yeah, they tie, there's stuff like where, um, I think it was part three with the, Roller coaster, yeah, yeah and there's like a picture of a girl who was like the roller coaster's in the background. There's like a racing thing that was just part four, part four of the so NASCAR. It's, it's kind of ties all together to be like this event is what sparks off the ripples for yeah, the rest of plus, the series. Like, the, like flight 180 was the name of the flight in the first film that crashed, which is the ending thing was like, oh, you made it, except the flight that you're taking to get out of town to go to Paris is that flight yeah. that crashed that everybody died on, except the people that left. Because they had that premonition. So it it, Uh, ends up being a prequel. And so there's a shit ton of 180 stuff in this film, like that specifically references 180, 180, 180 throughout it. Like even the restaurant the main character Sam works in is called Le Le Cafe Miro 81. And if you reverse that and put the zero O into a zero, it's. 180. Yeah. It's like the company they work for is has 180 in the title. Does this like, add anything to the mythology? Or no. is it it's just, just like fan service? It's just it's fun. Just fun yeah. It's just fun. It's gotcha. the final film. They were like, this is the last one we got. They give us the biggest budget for any of these ever for this. We're going to try and make the fans happy, which I appreciate. And it's like, this is a supernatural series, right? I mean, like, there's a larger sort of death as a plan type of thing. I Always, I feel like when I saw this originally, my biggest bitch was, you still didn't tell us what the fuck is wrong with death. Why is your system and I, so and flawed? I actually right. feel Why like that's not people? a bad thing, because I feel like the Final Destination series, which I adore, I'm sorry. I'm in for them, yeah. I, uh, I mean, yeah. I'll watch these all day long, as long as I don't have to pay for them. I'll even watch them on TNT. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then, even, even three and four, which yeah. kind of suck, they're so 
fun. They're what? still fun movies. Like, they're cool deaths, and that's what you're in for. Yeah. And Nick and I were having this conversation last night, and one of the great things about the Final Destination series is that you don't know what you're going to get. Like, yeah. they try and psych you out, and they try and, like, you know, like, change it up, and they try and give you, like, oh, is he going to slip on water, or is he going to be electrocuted? And that's the shit that I, and it's, when it Which ends they- up. They do so much better here and in the first two than they do in three and four. Three and four's biggest problem is just the deaths are just kind of immediate and there's not they're not that interesting. These ones are satisfying. I really like the formula in this one. Yeah. Uh, So it's like elaborate Rube Goldberg death devices. That's all. Combined and, and, with bait and switches, yeah, right? And, so you expect it to end a certain a way, lot of and like, then it doesn't. And then it's- death is the antagonist, but he's not a person. He's a force in the universe, and he's foiled repeatedly during these death yeah. sequences where you're like, oh, death tried. Oh, this you is, fucked uh, up, Daddy. You didn't it's just that like, one. It's setting up the best ability for accidents to happen. Exactly. Because like, 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 technically... There's very few times where it's like something actively is acting unnatural. Yeah. Like everything could be naturally happening. It's right. just it's very coincidental, but it could naturally I happen. Mean, and it's all I, about drawing your attention to the different parts yeah. of the Ex- thing. Yeah, exactly. And I like what you said about the Rube Goldberg because that's kind of what it is. Uh, every single death, but also Alan like setting it up. I you just like okay, okay. I have acupuncture needles. Is that oh going to... And then that That was, upset me. This <laughs> was my favorite death, was the Buddha statue. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was such a fun yeah. thing. He's such like, a creeper. And yeah, he's also just terribly racist. That, that character, <laughs> who they set up, every death in this movie is, in fact, set up ahead of time, like is the tradition in the first two movies, not as much in the third and fourth, but it is there to a lesser extent, where something happens to them earlier that presages the way they're going to die. Yeah. He gets a needle cut earlier on his finger in the film. You're like, yeah. oh. But it's even though that's not what even kills him. Even though, I, and this is interesting, someone has died by falling off a table from, when they had acupuncture and a needle penetrated oh, their heart. Okay, I was thinking yeah. about that. Someone has I died thought that, that seemed that's totally implausible because... Out. No, that has killed Those someone. Those needles are so thin that like it yeah, they're can very... almost not... Yeah, but they barely penetrate but, your skin. But they don't kill them and it would fucking hurt. If yeah. You, yeah, I mean, it would be So miserable. the death <laughs> sequence where he's pulling them, like he falls off the table and they're all fully on deep and he's pulling them out. I'm like, I am just can barely look at the screen. It's I'm rough. like, oh my it's God. God, but the fact that that's not what kills him is what makes that sequence hysterical. Yeah, like you're like, I oh, and now it, the yeah. fire's gonna kill him. Nope, the fire's not what kills him. It's Buddha it's falling on Buddha. his head. Yeah, it's the Buddha falling off that's the shelf. That's amazing. Don't be a racist, and this, and borderline okay, rapist. So that's yeah. the thing yeah. is, he's super racist. Yeah. So. Same thing with the laser eye sequence, which also, oh God, fuck. Uh, I mean, that I'm, one is uncomfortable for I me. I wear glasses. Just I've thought about getting laser. Like, like getting strapped in is like that's fucked up. You're like, oh. It's gonna go all the way through her head and kill her. No, she fucking falls out the window. Yeah, right. But she's all like zapped up, and she's got her hand in front of her eye, and that gets way, zapped up too. It's like oh, it's so unsettling. In the in original sequence, in the in the, in the in the when they all died in the original, she died by a f- car falling on her. Mm-hmm. She dies by falling on a car. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. So we had a body count of 378. There's a lot of body count stuff, yeah. We have an entire plane. I have a lot going in here. Before we get into body count, though, I do want to mention that uh, is one thing that helps this movie is character motivations. They give like that main guy some like real depth that he wants to go do this thing, which you rarely get in horror movies like this. Even though it's the... 
minimum, bare minimum they could do, it helps. <laughs> the other thing they would do is they introduce something for the first time in these movies is that if you kill someone, like you kind of take their life. Yeah. Which is something that isn't in the previous movies. Was that never really? In the- I no. thought it was in the previous never. movies. There's like always like if you're I set to die sworn. next and we save you. When the death comes back, it skips you. There's a bunch of mythology. I could have sworn that that I had come could, up before. Yeah, I this agree the, with Chris. This is the first one I remember. Unless it was... I don't remember three and four I as well. I feel like two that was a thing. No, killing someone would not do it in two. Okay. Two, they were still doing on the skipping thing. Like, okay. You okay. No, you might I mean, I'm going to take your I haven't seen those other yeah. films I mean, it's send yeah. your angry emails to at yes. Chris Cox. <laughs> Why is it at me? He's the one saying it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a weird... It's a weird thing that like... Kind of works for like it works for this movie what they're doing with character motivations, but it is weird to introduce it at the very end, which is also the very beginning of these stories. Yeah. yeah. But kill counts. Okay, start off one through eighty six. Die on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it says in a newscast eighty six dead. Yeah. It's oh, right there shit. in the movie. You paid Look attention to that shit. So eighty six well, dead I, on this. He took his assignment. I know. He's, this, he's I'm very kill count, serious dude. about this. Um, number eighty seven, and my vote for best kill is Candace the gymnast. Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's that such one a is great amazing. Kill. The setup to the kill so unexpected when it happens. Yeah. It's so gory. I saw someone post the a nail, thing the nail, the a few nail. weeks yep. ago with like oh. actual gym. Gymnast got seriously fucking injured oh, and yeah. entered a career recently in real life. And the person who posted it posted that picture on oh. the final destination. And someone I knew was like, that's horrible. Why would you post that picture? I'm like, dude, that's from Final <laughs> <Yeah>. Destination. <laughs> <laughs> I but just watched The it. setup of it is incredible with the attack over, yes, over, over. I know. This attack. And then she's on the thing. And then, oh, it's the other girl in the power. It's just so, the setup of it is incredible. Um, right after that, we have the sauna death. Um, to me, like, it's not at, it's not nearly as good as that gymnast death, but it is brutal. The needles coming out of it. Right. So that's number eighty eight. Number eighty nine. We have <laughs> Olivia with the eye laser slip and fall. Eye pops out. Car hit. It's by nice. the way, is that she was not, a good one. Isn't her whole career only exists because someone said she looks like Megan Fox? Because that's does what it look felt dead like. On like Megan You're like Fox. you like somebody hired her because like wow, you look a lot like Megan Fox. You should be in you movies. Job. Yeah. <laughs> and the next, next we have porn couch. I'm sorry. Wait, corn couch? Porn couch. I don't think the Weinsteins made this. Oh. <laughs> the next uh, we have uh, we're not sponsored Roy. I have in my notes, Good Riddance. He's like kind of the racist, shitty yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that, take, he's the, he's the yeah. Buddha, Buddha statue guy. He gets the hook on the head, which is a no, good... No, no, no. Oh. The guy who was the first time in the history of these films that someone who uh, post-original uh, sequence, like dream sequence... Uh, like or uh, presage sequence. The first time ever that someone who is not one of the people in the vision dies. in the vision dies. He takes the death of uh, oh yeah Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're right. He kills He kills him like he kills him in this accident, and it's a good fake out because you think maybe the chains and he's like holding onto them, and it goes up and the hooks in his head, yes. like through the bottom there. So that's how Roy's out of there. Dennis is next. He's uh, David Koechner. He gets the wrench to the eyes, uh, which is awesome. By the way. I Great mean, kill. I kind of like the thing is, is I kind of liked his tar bath like death. Sequence the and the, and the, yeah, and the yeah. vision. Like I think his tar bath was even worse than it was. the French one, just because it was, there was almost no. It was disgusting. But that one works. It's like who's next on the list? And then that one pieces, works because it's, like, it's oh, funny. It's it like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm realizing. I think I'm might be missing a death. Because oh, after Dennis Allen, you're fired. <laughs> what's the character's name? Who's trying to kill them? He's like the knockoff oh, yeah, yeah, Dave Franco. Yeah, yeah. No, he oh, looks yeah. like the dude from uh, Parks and Rec. 
Yeah, yeah. I kind of Adam Scott Dave yeah, Franco yeah, yeah. mix. He's trying to kill Peter, uh, Molly, and Sam. How does he die? Does he die in that scene? Are he trying to kill them in the kitchen? He okay. goes at them with the gun. With the guy's so, one of their friends. Yeah, right. Yeah, but he, he turns dies. On, he, he for dies. sure. He turns on them. To he turns on them to himself. So, but so, how does he die? Do you remember how he dies? Uh, I don't know. I must not have been a very. I mean, they kind of team up against him, and I can't remember exactly what it was specifically that killed him. But I just, I uh, do want to. There's that shout kitchen. Out. No, he stabs yeah. him in the back with a skewer. Oh, okay. The kitchen sequence is. I'm sorry, but that is one of my favorite final boss scenes I've seen it's a pretty bad in a sequence. long time. And I didn't think I realized how dangerous I mean commercial kitchens can be <laughs> because Ask Ask you know. I know. Well he knows, Nick knows, I know. We all work in the service industry but and as our actual paying jobs. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I work an actual paying job. It's this <laughs> Trickle down effect. Um, we get zero. Um, kitchen sequence of that of that final f- boss fight is one of literally one of my favorite things I've ever seen because I mean there's fryers, there's steak knives, there is guns on gas stoves. I mean it's I, intense. I totally agree. I feel like if you haven't worked in a kitchen or at least around a kitchen, Agreed. it might seem a little implausible and like really like orchestrated for the sake of the movie. But yeah. it's this is exactly what the, kitchens I are think like. the only implausible things were that they kept steak knives on a lower shelf right. and they weren't wearing non-slip shoes. <laughs> yeah. So those were the only two things I was like, um yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't go in the kitchen with non slip so, shoes. So he gets stabbed then in the kitchen. Okay, yeah. That's how they yeah. get. Because I, I, I totally realized there had to be a way to get out of them, and I totally skipped on my notes. But then the next kills are the 287 people that die on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> which, which. I know the exact amount. Because in Final Destination <laughs> 1, they mentioned one, they it. Yeah, yeah. So I looked it up. Uh, um, but so. Oh, they, so which includes Molly and Sam. Uh, they explode our two main characters. So they're blown up, which brings the total to 379. But then you add in Nathan from the wheel from the plane comes down and crashes off. Okay, this is a big question for me because we were talking about this on the way here. What about the other people in the bar? I think they show. We don't- I, I've paused on the frame. <laughs> <laughs> to try to look oh my god, he's really into this. No, I this love is, this. Like this he's great. in charge of body I think, camp. I think this it's is- very, very possible that the bartender died as well. But it definitely crashes full scale on Nathan, like squat. But it is this fire and it's kind of an explosion. I think the bartender may have got taken out as well. But he might have just been scorched and injured. And so I'm going to confirm through. 380, possible <laughs> 381. So I want to okay. call, call out as well, the lead actor in this, Nicholas DeGosto, is one of those guys I'm like, this guy feels like he should be a much bigger star by now. He has a sort of look to him and a sort of like... I don't know. He's almost like a male ingenue type thing. He's like wide-eyed and innocent type thing. But he's a really good-looking guy, and he's a good actor, and he's had some really prominent roles. He was on Heroes, The Office as reoccurring roles. Uh, he was on Masters of Sex as a reoccurring role. He was in Gotham playing Harvey Dent, for God's sakes. Wow. And then he was the lead character in a really deeply underrated show called Trial and Error that sadly only lasted two seasons. Uh, 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 no, it was only no, two. It was, only two. Yeah, it was, but it was really, so good, right? Yeah, everyone he really played the lead it. lawyer yeah. guy on there and was like, oh my God, I love that guy. And he's the main character in this film. Uh, this is a solid movie. 
I I mean, seriously, when we get to the fifths in a series, we can't really expect a lot, but this one delivered solidly, I, I think. Do you know what totally else? I did not expect this from this movie, and yeah. I enjoyed nearly every bit of it. Do you I mean, know what else this writer who wrote this film wrote? No. Arrival. Oh, wow. no shit. He won an Academy, or I'm sorry, nominated for Academy Award for Arrival, which I think is one of the finest science fiction films of the 21st century. One of the best. Oh, yeah. Films, I like mean, the top I, I, and, and I, I would specifically credit the script for how great right. it is. So I'm like, Agreed. oh my God, this guy is a big deal. So that's, that's yeah, full credit, that's, man. That's amazing. And yeah, it really played out well for me. I mean, the... The action, the acting, all that stuff was fun. The humor is what got me. The bit where the boss, like, named... During a eulogy, right? David with the Kitchener people, or whatever. Where he names one of the living employees that's sitting at the eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, did he just say my name? Yeah, P.J. O'Byrne from so The Office, funny. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, weird... It's weird, in a way, because when it, this came out, I there was no big announcement, this is the last Final Destination film, but there's this montage at the end of every death that has in ever 3D. taken place in, in any 3D. of the Final yeah. Destination films. They show you every single death in the Final Destination movies. And you're like, what is happening right now? Why are they showing this? Because, the, oh, did we not mention this is the last Final Destination film? <laughs> We're all done now. You're like, okay. I mean, it's a decent ending movie to the series, although it still makes me want to go, like, I feel like Tony Todd should just do it. Come in after that montage and sit down and go, all right, guys, here's what actually let's happened. Let's just be careful. <laughs> let, let, okay, let's just be careful now. That's what Tony Todd... Just, let's all be careful now. Let's be careful now. And our, I love Tony Todd, but unlike our next movie... Which may be the worst movie I've ever, ever seen yeah. for Deliberations of Doom. Ser- definitely no, up there on my list. that's not true. That's it's, not true. I'm pretty Over sure that it ha- is. Hasselhoff Rich, Witch movie? Yeah. I would, have been, I would yeah. rewatch that over this. And not to mention I was thinking like John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars. Uh, uh, Ghost of Mars is better than Saw 6. I'm sorry. For sure. Saw 6 is like a fucking TNT movie with gore. Uh, It is bad. What is up with the Saw Okay, Speaking of John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, how many flashbacks do we need in one fucking movie I mean, to make a cohesive plot. So, John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, they do a flashback within a flashback within a flashback. This is like eight flashbacks. This is like eight flashbacks deep. They're just like, okay, so we're just living in a flashback now watching Sausage. It doesn't make any sense. I can't wait to hear Nick's synopsis of Sausage. (laughs) Do we even have a synopsis? I have no idea how to synopsis. Well, I'll tell you, my synopsis is pretty weak. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, because there isn't a plot. So I spent quite a bit of time, and this is another one of these franchises where I've only seen most of the first one and nothing up mm-hmm. to this point. So I had to do some research to find out what happened. No, before. I was the same way seeing this. I was like, should I watch? I watched the final one, Saw 3D, and then I've seen the first one. So yeah. no clue. Okay, Patience, have you seen all of them? I've seen all of them. Because I know that this is, I've heard, like, Laura, it's one of the most... Like adherent to continuity, this is like the, they really stay true to their continuity, well, which is impressive, I guess. Yeah, well, I have seen all of them, and this is the one that tries. This is the one that tries to tie everything together and create a plot. Yeah, because the character, the, I okay. guess, the two previous films had kind of ignored the stuff from the previous ones and the side characters, yes. and this is the one that went. Oh, so, now we're going to tie yeah, it all together. The first three oh. are just kind of standalones that are just like jigsaw, but then in four, or is it five? 
five, Jigsaw dies, and the cop that's investigating... Wait, he didn't die till four or five? I yeah. I thought he died in the first no, one. No, no. No, Jigsaw's... No, because they did a switcheroo, and Jigsaw's still alive. Yeah. Oh. See, I don't know. <laughs> so but. then... So Jigsaw for real dies... I think he for real dies in five. Okay. And, and so then, this one, his job is taken on by a detective. The cop. Well, well also, Shawnee Smith is also. Yeah. We find out in four and five that Shawnee Smith has taken <laughs> They're over. They're literally competing to see who can be the new Jigsaw. Exactly. So, Shawnee Smith from our last episode, who is amazing in the blog, by the yeah. way. Um, so, she takes over for Jigsaw. We find that out in four and five, but then she gets killed by the cop. Or who- does she? Or does she, well? No, those are all flashbacks. She's oh, sorry. dead. And um, <laughs> I, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's, she's dead. Is Scott? And no, wait. She returns later, though, in the series. Only as, sure I think she, it's only as a flashback. No, no, no. I think she comes back in uh, Jigsaw. Oh, I mean, I was drunk both times I tried uh, to watch enough, Jigsaw, <laughs> and I like seriously. I'm reasonably was, like, sure fun. they revealed she actually. She didn't survived. actually. Okay, yeah. so she was supposedly died, just like Jigsaw. I could be totally died. wrong, but honestly, I couldn't care less. So the cop Constantine, <laughs> I think his real name in in real life is Constantine. So he takes over and becomes Jigsaw, and so he's Jigsaw in this particular movie. But we also see scenes of him interacting with Jigsaw and the girl. Those are all flashbacks. Yeah, those are all flashbacks. Those are all flashbacks. So, okay. Yeah, the basic... You know what? The plot of this movie is the ghosts of Jigsaw's past are trying to kill the insurance dude who wouldn't save Jigsaw. That's it. Okay. Like, you know, it's just traps and bullshit. Wait, I mean, this knows? movie is fuck you, audience. And it's you so asked for this okay, bullshit. Okay, so this is... There's two There's two big problems with this movie. Only the first two. one... Yes. Only two. The first one is, <laughs> is they tried to have a plot. And I feel like that is something that took this movie down. Whereas the first and second movie, even the second movie, is not that bad, y'all. Which, and I've actually heard Smith. that the second film got the highest critical reviews it's of the whole series. It's not that bad. Um, they definitely just tried to, like, make it not a standalone movie. They tried to give it, like, provenance. They tried to make it, like, have a a world, so, you know? So, the, real quick, is Scott Patterson the, open, the dude who gets killed in the beginning? That's from the last movie, correct? The dude who gets yeah. crushed. I have no oh, idea. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. okay, so when it feels like Shadow, the movie yeah, starts no. with a previously he, on. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. dies yeah. in part five. Okay, and he's one of the cops that dis- that finds out that the other cop is really a bad boy. Uh, playing an okay. uh, 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 accessory, I guess you could okay. say, to Jigsaw, and so that's how the movie begins. I mean, is this movie is like flashbacks so all this, day? Yeah, exactly. And this movie spends a lot of time. Trying to convince me to care about all of the previous characters and absolutely fails to do it. It just makes yeah. it like, more confusing. In any way whatsoever. I mean, like maybe, like I, like I said, I've only seen Saw before this in the continuity. Since this, I I did see Saw 3D, which is like this, except even worse, like way worse. And Jigsaw, which is just boring. Just and oh, terrible. Okay. I mean, the Jigsaw uh, just tried to be like where, like more innovative. The the it turns into a weird Lifetime movie, but with gore. I'm like, no, I literally have it in my notes. Three notes in uh, two notes in a row. Good God, the editing. Next note, this is shot like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah so, in my it notes really, is, it really everyone is. is shrill and horrible. The acting is so bad. This guy, 
who plays uh, what is it? Mark Mark Hoffman, I guess, is is the guy. Constantine. Uh, Con- uh, Con- uh, Costas Mandalore. He's one of the worst actors I've ever seen in a wide release. And film he's ever. been in like three of these. Like he's yeah. in all of the fucking. He's no, terrible. which one is this? Is that the detective? The yeah, guy who's the detective. the detective who is a saw killer. All yeah. he does is like the duck lip, duck lip he's look awful. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he's embarrassingly bad. Yeah, he's really terrible. And um, then the and then then. Even I, I, I love Shawnee Smith, but she's like so low key in this that you don't even recognize. You know, you're not even. She's, she's not, not even a blip. A she's a blip on a radar. And then um, also um, Jigsaw's wife. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, what is her name? Uh, I'm buying she's actually uh, a relatively well known actress. Is it Be- Betsy Russell? I think is it's that Betsy Russell. Yes, yeah, Betsy it. Russell. And who was in Tomboy and Private School and uh, I don't know. Bye she's boy, trying that. to get like some sort I mean, she's like bestowed with jigsaws. She looks <laughs> with her like, you know, liposuction. No, she has that look of like really embarrassingly bad milf porn yeah, where you're like, no, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> no, don't come on to me. So in a slightly uh, different direction, I think one of the things about we, 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 Chris the, and I went full porn. I'm right sorry. Now. Like, no, no, I mean, we can discuss porn too if you guys want. No, we can. No, I mean, I mean, That's I think so. deliberations think, of porn. Delivery, can we do horror porn? <gasps> oh no. shit! Porsche porn episode, man. Uh, listeners, chime in. You realize there's about to be a bunch of like hot hole. Dude, porn I'm just there. saying. <laughs> uh, horror porn listeners chime in. So Anyways, my, I mean, my thought on this uh, on the Saw movies is that they're essentially like the Final Destination movies, right? So you've got one thing, which is sort of one gimmick in the Saw movies. It's uh, you guys choose to do two different things. You're gonna have to hurt yourself in order to survive. However much you love life is what determines if you win or not. And so you get to see all these like goofy things where like you have to pull a key out of the back of your head or do something awful. Yeah, and a bunch of people will be sacrificed if you make this choice. Right. But what choice will you and make? And Final Wait. Destination is it's also got a gimmick, which is the Rube Goldberg and then unexpected twist yeah. at the end of the thing. Right. Yeah. Of the two of them, Saw Six worked for shit. <laughs> like, it's... So, its main thing... Its main thing is its deaths, its games that it builds up. And its games are dumb. Like, it's terrible. There's maybe one or two that are, like, slightly socially relevant because our main guy is uh, health insurance... Well, the shotgun provider. carousel was clever. Yes. That, so, that oh, was, that like... Was I admit, I went, okay, that actually holds up to the metaphor because of the whole, like, health insurance, I mean, like, health scam thing... And all these people on this carousel the revolving around where it's kind of random, but the guys got to choose who's worthy and who's not. I'm like, that was actually kind so of he, smart I mean, and cool. but where he also has to, like, sacrifice himself yeah, he's to put, get like, a, that one through girl through the maze. That, that one was But that didn't cool. hold, hold up to the metaphor, though. But uh, uh, here's the I issue with his, his philosophy. I don't know if it exists in the old movies, the movies before this, but to teach these lessons, he put, he's putting innocent people in, like, in danger of being killed, and he kills innocent people to teach, teach a lesson. Bad person, a lesson. The, yeah. So like, his philosophy is bullshit. It's like it's not like <laughs> so he kills the, innocent the, people. The bad person is the only that. one with his yeah, life at stake. So he's like, you're a person of privilege. Let me kick your employees and kill them to teach you a lesson. Right. Person of privilege. It's just like what is this guy's? What is he thinking? Alan Galinsky, you review movies for one of us <laughs> but you have yet to review your own. 
reviewers on the show with you. <laughs> yeah, I gotta you say, must choose one to survive. If I put in this position, all y'all dying, and I'm out of there. I'm you can over. choose. I picked me. I survived. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I learned my lesson, sure oh, man. I learned my lesson. Chris, you Chris is probably the cause of all this. Between probably Avengers Endgame or <laughs> Saw 6, make your choice. It's Avengers Endgame. If you choose Avengers Endgame, you know. all of the rest of Deliberations of Doom dies. Bye, guys. And half of the universe. And scene. You uh, would still choose Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I'm going to snap you guys so fast. Oh my god. No, I am Thanos. We've decided I'm this. I'm the shit out of this. Well, I was voted the most likely to be Thanos oh, by no, the one of us, that, .net, so. Oh, I forgot, oh, I forgot to mention this right off the bat. We're way past it, but the opening kill where they have to cut off pieces of themselves. That's amazing. That one was that really was good. Super I good. That what? was pretty good. What the fuck is that dude doing? I, cutting off belly. It worked, you, it worked pretty well. Yo, for but him. my guy, it that's the sense. most. You're gonna cut off the, the most. Wouldn't get to his organs. Okay, so the my most the my that's problem wild. with that scene choice. was she starts just like sawing at her arm with a knife. I'm like, just grab the cleaver, bitch, right, and just fast. fuck it. Like it's seriously, weird. she's sawing at her her arm. And the for only reason is that seconds. only reason is for it to be. More gruesome. Uh, I was, I know, I was just, willing to accept a certain cleaver, degree of like, that shit. like there's something so utterly fine, final no. about a cleaver no. as opposed to sawing and like maybe like. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She's still trying to cut her arm off. So I mean, like, kind of the slower version. How is she going to get through her arm bone? And <laughs> she's just also a, just making it worse. It's just so people could be like, ooh. I will yeah. give the sequence, like, that's some good looking gore. I'll give it that. It's it's some good, Although, it's some cool convincing looking gore. That uh, it's like so. This is six movies in, right? I'm yeah. surprised it took them this long to take that seven reference. You know, right. where like the gluttony guy cuts off pieces of his own. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, just point. Point. <laughs> like a very direct thing. I'm surprised uh, they haven't done that before. This director, uh, Kevin Gru- uh, Grutert, was the editor for every single Saw movie, yeah. including All ones after this, except for this one. Which he directed. Mm. But he directed the next two films after this, which he... Or, I'm sorry, edited the next two films after this, which he did not direct. For a good so, reason, like, they're like, like. Even though this was the best critically reviewed of all the songs. Is that true? Yeah. This has got the highest ratings. With all the flashbacks. With critics. It's also the lowest grossing film with fans. This was my mind. I've seen the first Saw and it is considerably better than this movie. Oh, definitely. Even the second Saw is not bad. Even the third Saw. This one is like it's not even competently made. Like, it's poorly made film. It's so incompetent. Yeah, it's so I mean, bad. I'm even going to go out on a limb and say that the seventh Saw with Sean Patrick Flannery is not that as terrible as Saw says. I would imagine. I can't imagine one being I mean, worse see, like, there's a point where they're just like, oh, this is the style now is to make really incompetent, like, Hallmark, Hallmark movie-level like, directed films. You're like, did someone say this was a thing we should do now? Because apparently they were like, oh, no, I guess fans like it. No fans liked it. Stop that shit. The flashbacks were too much for me, but I do have a favorite kill, and it's at the end where they do the uh, multiple hydrochloric acid injections, oh, and yeah, it's just right. like that. His whole insides so are oozing. So I'm going to go ahead and go through these kills. Uh, let's do the kills. I, the I kills. mean, I have nine. Okay, I think this is... Right, so the first one doesn't count because the Scott Patterson kill, but that's from the last movie. Exactly, so doesn't that's out count. Of here. So the next one is the screw in the head 
Oh, mm-hmm. the dude who Get, tried to cut yep, his stomach off. That one off. was good. Second one, security guard who's shot by the insurance dude. Yep. Is he dead? No, he's definitely dead. You think he's dead? Yeah. I think he's dead. Okay. Third, um, single I dude about that. hanging with the barbed wire, the barbed wire around the neck, who's like, he's like, it's the Jews, the mother or the young boy, whatever. Right. Um, next we have Jenny in the maze who gets a spike through the head slash burn as she goes through the maze. Uh-huh. So that's number four on the list. Number five, let me see here, dude, oh, this is shotgun people. So number five is oh, dude, yeah, so the next one is the right pregnant, there. maybe yeah. not pregnant. Number eight is Eddie Winslow from Family Matters. <laughs> um, number, number seven. And then number eight was the mad boy who was just like, I work for you. I work uh, for you. I trusted you. And that, that was the dude who played Eddie Winslow in Family Matters. Like, nice. Really? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. He's the, the actor from Family Matters. Yeah, we got four right then and there. So that's eight. So then number nine is the old, the cop with the neck slice. By the bad cop when he uh-huh. gets discovered, and, he, then, the and then he um, agent, and then and the, the other Perez. cop he kills the voice specialist as yeah. a human shield, and, and then he kills the other cop s- yeah. stabbed, and then they all get burned. So that's up to eleven, and then number twelve is the melting guy at the end, or your main character, right. and then number fourteen. It's I, I had it on there, but he well, you went from twelve to fourteen. No, thirteen. But I don't think he dies. Um, the bad boy cop who gets no, oh, he yeah. survives, but he his survives face is fucked up because right? he's in. He gets out of yeah. yeah he's in. Okay. He's in jigsaw. So that's twelve total. So now we move on to. Okay, I'm embarrassed to admit when I first saw this, I was like, "This is one of the greatest Japanese horror films I've ever seen in my life." And rewatching, I go, "Not so much." I hate. <laughs> it was Festival so Madness. But I still really enjoy this, and it's better than most of the sequels in this series. Is it? It's a the first of two of our last two films of major horror character versus major horror character. Uh, I and I'm not even sure I'm saying their names right. Sadako versus Kayako, which is to say the ring versus the grudge. It's- Kaku. Is it? The second one, right? It ends with you. Am I right on the I, uh, I just keep calling it Sudoku versus the word crossword puzzle. I, <laughs> I don't mean to be insensitive I mean, towards, weirdly, to, towards Japanese names. This but. originally came out as an April Fool's Day joke. They made a trailer for it and like and it was intended to be that. And then it had such a huge response in Japan that they were like, fuck, we're just going to make this movie. <laughs> Screw it. And they did. And they promoted the living shit out of it. Like, this movie had, in Japan, so much promotion. The characters came out and, like, by the way, baseball. They did, like, a play at a baseball Baseball's game. huge in Japan, weirdly. I know if you're, you, like, have no familiarity, like, baseball's huge in Japan. Japanese love fucking baseball. And there was a big game there, and they came out and fought each other on the field. Uh, there was videos they were putting out in front of other movies with the two ghosts who were instructing audiences to not talk during movies or use their cell phones, a la Alamo Drafthouse. Uh, it was just lots of, like, like shit you could buy with it. It was like, that's crazy from our perspective, right? Okay, I was so glad when I saw this as a Fantastic Fest because this both these series were ones that had been dying but started so strong. The Grudge and the Ring were game changer films. And it was kind of fun the idea that these series are never going to be resurrected again really in any serious scary way, so why not? 
crunch them together and see if something can happen and be and make it fun. And I think overall, this is pretty fun. Dude, I honestly, like, I was in for this movie throughout most of it. Like, I have seen both both <laughs> the originals, both the American remakes and the original Japanese versions, but that is it. I've never seen any of the sequels. I By the way, if you count that and the spinoffs, this is the 12th film for both both series. Combined. Okay. Combined. Yeah. Com- yeah. No, no, no. Together. Because yeah, like, like, I was trying to figure one, out if this If you count like- for each one... No, no, no. I mean, like... No, I don't mean, like, six and six uh, add to 12. I mean, both of them have had 12 films separately. Yeah. Like, I was trying to figure out if this is actually a part That's seven. Insane. And That's it was amazing. kind of impossible to find out. Because there's, like, unofficial sequels, and there's official sequels, uh, and yeah, there's, there's American sequels, and there's spinoff things. And I was like... I guess this is a part seven. I have no idea. Um, it's, it's a part seven for I want to say the Ring, not the Grudge. Okay. If you don't yeah, count I, the American, the remake, definitely the Ring, not yeah. the Grudge. Yeah. Um, Nick, do we have a Nick Sopsis? Yeah. A Nickopolis. <clears throat> it's uh all right. So we've got two <laughs> characters, Yuri and Natsumi. <laughs> they are trying to uh, burn a DVD of old family tapes. They've got to go to a thrift shop to get a VCR. The VCR they buy has the cursed tape from uh, The Ring, which is a tape that their college professor... I'm going to get all these names terribly wrong. Do it. Morshigi. That was better than I could ever do. Uh, so he's obsessed with this myth in particular, and they find a videocassette recorder with potentially the cursed tape in it, and they watch it. One of them watches it, the other one's not paying attention. She gets cursed. They go to their professor to seek out help from him, and he's super on board with it. In fact, he wants to watch a tape himself because he's really excited to see... He wants to die by Sadaku. Well, and he's, it's not even that he wants to die. He's just so determined to see Sadaku. He's so committed to this, like, research. Yeah. He's really yeah. into this. Exactly. Yeah. And so, in his effort to help him, he uh, brings in an exorcist who fails utterly, or, yeah. kills him in the process... But there's another potential exorcist that's on his way onto the scene. And that's where we get our Kaizu and Tamayo. 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 I, lo- I love that guy. Cool guy. Dude, right? Cool like, guy shows that. They feel uh, like they're he's Const- totally... It's Constantine. They're from a totally different movie. Exactly. Yeah, it's but it, Constantine it, shows yeah, that. It, yeah, <laughs> it is. That's actually a good point. I fucking... I love it. It feels like they did barge in from another movie, but it, it, the guy kicks ass, so I love it. Uh, I, okay. Wait, so wait, wait, let's put that on hold real quick, because here's an important part. I didn't even talk about the parallel plot, because it is so forgettable. Oh, yeah. That it's, 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 this uh, is a ring movie with grudge sprinkled in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so there's a whole other plot where there's a girl that gets into the grudge house and gets cursed by... They occasionally remind you is also happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the extent of that part of the movie, even yeah. though it should be... It's only led up to the point where, like... Oh, okay, that's there because eventually this ring thing has to have a conclusion. So yeah. we're like, crazy, psychic, weirdo, like, that remind me of the guys from Death Note, the guy, the detective from the De- Death yeah. Note anime series. I don't know if you ever saw that. But yeah. Like, the why, the, the the crazy young detective who's like, I have this insane idea that I'm sure will work. What if we... Put the two monsters versus each other <laughs> in a in a really badly planned out series of events. <laughs> that being said, though, I do love those two characters. I love uh, the young girl in particular, Tamao, right? It's, I don't know. If, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, the blind girl. <laughs> At one point, 
the woman from the grudge house comes out. She's cursed. She just lost her family members. Everybody's died horribly. And Tamau's like, we can use her. And then Kaizo's like, don't talk like that. That's not nice. And he's like, but you're right. We can use her. Yeah, like, you're totally <laughs> right. Just don't say it in that way. Little blonde, weird, like, like psychic girl. Just, uh, like, yeah. I'm I'm the one who translates for her. She's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, can I? I just want to say that um, I hate you, Chris Cox. What? What did I do? Um, did you hate this this I much? I fucking hated this movie. Oh man! Oh man! I seriously hate this movie. I literally fell asleep halfway through. I was so. Did you bored. ever finish it? Uh, I did finish it because I wanted to see where they become like the the mecca. Like, uh, Ringu, <laughs> Juwan, like, Mecha Godzilla Beast. So I did finish it, um, in the car on the way here. And, <laughs> wow. But, uh, <laughs> I, I swear, I like, I fell asleep and I kind of woke up and I was like, Carlos, can you, or Shotlos, can you set an alarm for me so that I can get up in time to go to the fucking recording because I hate this movie so much? I was bored to tears. This movie needs to be, like, 45 minutes shorter. Okay, I don't entirely disagree with you about the the runtime. It's longer than it needs it's to be. It's an hour and a half, and it could be 45 minutes shorter easily. But the films of both these series are very... And you are not traditionally, as we've discovered, a fan of the I, Japanese yeah, style of J-horror. I'm not a big like, fan like, of Of the slower-moving, like, slower-paced films. I like... The slower-paced J-horror uh, J films, uh, although there's a lot of them that are horrible, no question. This is weird to me because it's like a super accelerated J-horror film in I a lot of ways. It, yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind No, of it is, by. because in the Ring series, it's seven days. <laughs> oh, this oh, movie it's two changes days. it to yeah. two days because it's like, speed that shit up, people. Come yeah. on, we got it's, people got to die. It's scene after scene that uh, it needs to show you something But, I mean, I think so. you all can agree that even the ending... Is anticlimactic. Like it's not a. It's super not a great, great well, see, You know what's? Yeah, I'll say this right it's now. Not a great I ending. It's horrible. was excited for it, has, it, and it was not. It has a lot more to do with what I'm scared by. This is the scariest movie of the, the eight for me. What? Well, because like, wait, the whole run of movies were these eight movies. Movie. Well, because like slasher, pansy. slasher shit doesn't <laughs> scare me really. Because in my like. I'm, I'm fascinated right well, now. You know, I want to hear I'll tell you this. exactly why. Because fucking Catboy. Oh. To, like, that oh, shit. Have you scares, never watched a grudge oh, film? No, I have. <laughs> and they scare the shit out of me. And that noise. That, that <laughs> shit. Did that you oh. on? All right. Yes. All right. Stop creeping them out, guys. You won't be able to continue. But no, those, I think that's kind those, of point. <laughs> the combo of those two. I don't like it. <laughs> like I, I just, I don't like it. Like, like the boys is oh, like, and he's. I can't wait to fuck with Alan Moore. <laughs> the shit scares me when she's like slowly crawling out, making that noise. I just like want her to stop. No, I think that, that shit noise. is fucked up. It's creepy as hell. Uh, so even though this movie is like a versus movie and it's stupid, it's not super, very well paced. Those seeds legit freak me out, and I don't like them. I mean, I, I think what, that once it starts getting into the actual verses, which is absurd, it's super fun. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. It's like, these two characters are fighting each other, and why? 
I don't even yeah. like it doesn't make any real sense. They're like, no, because we claim these souls. No, I claim these souls. Wait, is there a we? I don't know. There's a little kid <laughs> thing in the is grudge there, like, thing. I don't know. Lack of like, souls? Can like, I not get yeah, Exactly. Is this not like <laughs> the town lousy is, with souls? Is, is Tokyo. Is the boy rolling with the grudge girl? Or is the boy like his own thing of that happens? No, it's like, that's always that been very confusing. Because I was trying to keep a count of who got more kills, and that boy was racking them up. Yeah. Early the boy killed more people. Part of the same curse, am I right? All right, so this was the first movie in a while in the Grudge series where it refocused on the mom character being the the bigger killer than the kid, apparently. Like, the kid has been more responsible for a while. But in the original one, it was, uh, like, the kid was the lore and the mom was the killer. And then there was a bunch of them that none of us ever saw, because why would we? That where it was like the kid was killing, and it was like, okay... I don't know. Man, I I love the first two Grudge films from Japan. I genuinely love the first American remake of The Grudge. I thought that was what? great. Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah. Hold on, you guys With are Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, I thought that was terrible. I thought that was great, man. I that really one in the American it. Ring, the first one. They're both of The American there. Ring is amazing. The American Ring, I totally agree. It has some FX but issues. The American Grudge? But, but, yeah, the American Ring awful. just bothered me because it was more like, oh, you're a bad parent, not a horror movie. By the way, if you've never seen and, and like once it. again, I haven't seen it since I originally came out, so I might see it again now and go, oops, but uh, the Ring Zero, which was the prequel that tells the actual story, and the Japanese one of Samara, I've heard it was, it good. was one of the best of the whole, all the Ring films. Like, I, uh, super creepy. Yeah. But but once again, I might see it again now and go, what were you thinking? I do want to get into like, the three things that I legit loved about this movie, straight up. First off was the main character missing the Ring movie because she was looking at her phone. Yeah. yeah. That's some great that's, comedy. That's that's that really, it's classic. She's not cursed because she was just like, oh, let's see what's going she on. She was here. like, what's <laughs> going on? What happened? She's like, what she is this? Like, and her friend's just like. Yeah. And her friend's like, just like, watching it. And she's you like, played so this. You did this. Yeah. You did You're the one who wanted to watch this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the reason why she ended up sacrificing herself in the end was because she felt so bad because it was her kind of Which her is fault. also hilarious when uh, Kaizu tells her what you believe that myth. Like. Yeah, he doesn't like, solve anything. No, stupid. <laughs> uh, second thing is, uh, I love the exorcism scene where oh, our professor gosh. gets his like fucking neck and head okay, snapped, so and those other yes. guys like that shit my is brutal. Kill. Yeah, that that's pretty rad. Yeah. One of the helpers breaks. She breaks the neck of the other helper, and then she fucking straight up snaps her own neck. Snaps uh, her own neck backwards all the way, and I was like, that's okay, crazy. that was the only part of the movie I was like. This is kind of cool. And then, yeah, no, I, no seriously. Also, I, I kind of perked the, up a little bit. They turned their professor's then, head to Play-Doh when they headbutt him. Did you see it? It like, yeah. flattens out. It's such a wild visual so quickly. Um, the last thing is I like when the cowboy kills all those dumb kids who come into the house. Yeah. He's just like Fuck wrecking them. Really how, many, yeah. how many kills do we have? Like eight? Um, no, there's quite a few actually. All right, so... The opening death, you get the, like the knife to the neck. It's like the suicide. The girl watched it. It's kind of like a preamble to it before they saw the video. After that, you have the girl who jumped up to her death in the store who watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I sold the that video in the tape. Yeah. And then your next one, two, three kills are the cat boy killing the boys. Oh, one, two, three, four. four. They all die. Yeah. He wrecks them all, all the kids that come in there. So that's up to six. Number seven and eight are the assistants with their necks being broken. Number nine is the, uh, he gets headbutt to death, the professor. And also, does the priestess die in that as well? Yeah, no, yeah. she's dead. So that's nine, ten. Number eleven. Oh, wait, no, wait. 
<laughs> number 11 is... You're supposed to do this math ahead of time. And, then, and 11 is... Y- y- I thought you I have had Nets, this. I have Natsumi. Oh, yeah. She dies. She tries to kill herself. But the the ring girl comes and gets her anyway and puts her hair in her mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, number 12 is <laughs> the dad. Which is really creepy, by Yeah, the it's way. creepy. That's- the dad, the uh, catboy jumps on the dad's shoulders. Um, number 13 is the mom whose feet disappear. I have mom with no feet in my Yeah, notes. that was weird. <laughs> yeah. It was like... And suddenly she has no yeah. feet. So you want to run? Guess what? Yeah, no feet. Um, number 14, I just have Constantine gets chopped in half. That's when they kind of merge and there's like that big explosion. Yeah. And he kind of gets and cut and cuts him in half. Uh, number 15 is, 16 is assuming the blind girl and our main character, or no, not even a main the character. Not the blind but girl, but the main character. The main, the main character and the school girl get killed because there's like the thing and then um, 17 is the girl at the bottom of the well. Yeah, they merged. And presumably everyone else in Japan because (laughs) it uh, went online. Because now we have a like uh, Matt Frank was our special guest on our last episode. Now we have a mecha kaiju (laughs) Ringu Grudge uh, character they, and yeah. what's her what's her name Katsuya. Oh my god! I totally so want to see a kaiju sized Samara versus Godzilla. I can't wait to no, see that. Right? One of them is Samara. like crab walks backwards, no, the other one drops down from some big building and like exactly. pulls it they, Godzilla they fighting merge. them. No. no, no, it's not just Samara anymore. No, no. They've merged. That's a they're the Samarju. I don't know. Kat- no, no, there's Samar- actually she actually oh. has a name. It's Katsuya. Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah. I did a great job. Um, so <laughs> I already said my favorite kill was when the one of the exorcists. Helpers, like yeah, I think it's, it's that like neck. that quick sequence of kills. They like that flurry. But pretty bad. Otherwise, really this good. movie fucking sucks. But we're already at an hour, so we're gonna go ahead and move fast towards our last one, which I think is uh, I'm sorry, a terrible film. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I don't like this movie at all. I agree with Chris on this one. I don't think we have to spend too much time on it. It's definitely like a rehash of Ronnie Yu's Bride of Chucky. <laughs> but it only works for the first half of the movie. All right, give us a synopsis falls straight apart away, after then. That. Yeah. Uh, so, Freddy has been... Sorry, Freddy's been ignored and forgotten by the people of uh, Elm Street for four years now, something like that. And that's exactly how they like it. The people that do remember him are in a mental institution in which they are given drugs where they can't dream anymore. Yeah, they're put in seclusion so they can't tell anyone else about what they know. Exactly. Which means his power is completely diluted. And so he searches the depths of hell to find someone that can help him. And he comes across Jason. And mimicking Jason's mother, he convinces Jason to come back to life to kill people on Elmont. Or, Elm, Street. Uh, Elm Street, thank you. Uh, <laughs> in order to convince them that Freddy's still alive, to reinvigorate this, the this myth of this, him existing and rebuild his power. It's weirdly convoluted for a movie this called is Freddy vs. Jason. the stupidest plot I've ever heard of. It really is. I like this more than Bride of Chucky. What? Wow. Get out of here. All right, so this is the... Eight- okay, so Alan's no longer in Deliberations of Doom. <laughs> this fulfills our number system by being the Freddy film. Yeah, it's the eighth. Technically, it's the 11th uh, Jason film. So we count this as the eighth one. And by the way, the highest grossing film of the entire Nightmare series, which is a fucking shame. Uh, I remember I was working at a bar downtown, 
and also the beginning of my movie, like early on in my movie reviewer uh, career, which was just for public access, and they offered us free uh, tickets to give out to fans, like to promote. So I said, hey, come to Opal Divines this morning and we'll get free tickets. And we were overwhelmed. Like we got there in the morning at like 8 a.m., like which we didn't open until 10 or 11. I don't, I don't remember specifically. And there were like 300 people there who were on the porch drinking beer they brought, <laughs> smoking pot out of literally, it was one dude who brought a like seven foot glass bomb <laughs> and was smoking on our front porch in the middle of Austin, Texas, right? Like people were like, they were full on like, yeah, Jason Bruce Frame, we can't wait. Well, it's going to be awesome. We're like, get the fuck out of here. You don't get a ticket. What are you thinking? <laughs> Like this was the crowd for this movie, and this 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 production company knew exactly who they were. They were horrible, and during this press screening, they were horrible. They were like, "Oh my god, you people, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like in retrospect, they were probably better than the fucking movie. Uh, it was it was the highest grossing film in the Nightmare series, the second highest of the Friday the Thirteenth series. It was it was the by far the highest budget for either film uh, e- series. It was twenty five million dollars, way ahead yeah, of any of the other previous budgets here. Um, uh, that Rob Zombie was the original guy they went to to direct who was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm going to make House of a Thousand Corpses," which which is also awful. Is not good, but it's better than this. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a sequel planned at one point, which was not made, but the much better than this movie, Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash comic book series is available out there, which is actually pretty entertaining. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, so that's... This right, is right, garbage. So it's me, hot garbage. Let me talk about what's good about this movie. Oh, God. One, the the parent conspiracy to segregate the kids who are having the dreams to give them the theft it's is dumb. a cool wrinkle. It's that's, yeah. No, that's cool. No, no, I agree with it, you. It's like, it's like, a town, it's like the town that's ready to send down type of feel. It's just like okay. this town that has a big secret. That's a good idea for a Freddy movie. I actually it's not, that I will admit, it's not, it's not executed very well. Yeah, but I'm that, not crazy about it either. No, but that's a good idea for a Freddy movie. A, a series that's been... Seven movies deep now. Like, what? What would the, a town like this reaction be? Like, let's eliminate like him let's from the conscious of these kids into an asylum and put them on hypnosol yeah. and well, make them not dream. It's I do stupid. like. I do like the idea that it's like I'm saying. <laughs> like, they've got no other choice except to keep this a secret really? and isolate people. You know, like, it makes the it's how you know them what? being the There's evil another people behind choice. the scenes. It's called moving the fuck away. Like, no, but, just, but Freddy's in your head. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's like it's haunting the city, and how do you get him to stop but, haunting the okay, town? So their children are not haunted because they don't know about Freddy. Because they sent all the kids who didn't know to this place and now the kids who are in the town don't know and there's a big secret. Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's a I good... Mean, I, I feel you. It's I good. Feel you. It's a good idea. It's not executed well, but it's a good idea. It's a desperate idea. Yeah. but It, it's, it was the best desperate idea. It's a good idea for a movie. If this when was you, just a Freddy movie and this was kind of the idea... When you get deep cut on this and all the ideas they went through of possible ideas, you're like... Okay, guys, are right. This, this was, was the this best was one y'all one. came up yeah. with. Because <laughs> yeah. there were a lot of really yeah. bad ideas. And, and also, I do like when Freddy's just like talking to the screen. It's like, it, but it's good for Freddy's like meta. Oh, these movies no, got the, the fourth wall shit drives me crazy oh, here. But, but I like because like Freddy got bad a while ago. And it, it's just full on. It's like, hey, everybody. He's just like talking to you. It's so <laughs> absurdly stupid that I like it. It's 
No. Bad. I'm going to let Jason have some fun. And it's I, so and stupid. And I think it's that's, great. that's definitely something that we can all agree on, is that we, as you go through the sequels, <coughs> once we get past five, they get really, really bad. And this is eight, right? Right. This yeah, is so we're eight. way past Freddy versus Jason threshold. is eight. And this movie fucking sucks. It's so bad. It does not. It's not it's, that bad. It is an entertaining movie. It really movie. is. It's really no, bad. I just think that like the rave scene is great. There's oh, this one God, part where on. Freddy turns Jason in. on fire through the cornfield. Okay. That shit's good. Okay, can I can I ask you a question? Why is Jason afraid of water. Oh, that's yeah. stupid. Because he's out of nowhere. Well, they're like, but, oh. they, and, but then he's and yet not he afraid of all his time in water. Like, he, yeah, he's like, yeah, and he's like, later on, he's like, I'm pretty good in the water. To be so, fair, they introduced that really dumbly in an early Friday okay. the 13th movie, and then they abandon it in the next movie. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm like, it is like introduced that if you drown him, that's his weakness. But then, like, they abandon it in the next Friday the 13th movie where he is like at the bottom of a boat all and in a For good reason. Yeah, I it's like, stupid. I really it's like the really idea stupid. that Freddy is scared of fire and Jason's scared of water, and they're like the yin to each other's yang. This you know, is, like they belong together. It, I mean, it's, it's like they don't so heavy handed. But, 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 but the stuff with that is like neither Even here nor there. Because Friday the Thirteenth, the series doesn't adhere to any of its own rules. It sets up movie to movie. Right. So like, who cares? Like, you could be that doesn't bother me because the Friday the Thirteenth from like part. Three on abandoned it's, shit. Okay, okay. Really, okay. Really so dumb. let's talk about this in the context that we all agree this film is like insane in terms of like continuity on any level. Even in and of itself of a movie. So does it have good kills? Is it fun as it's moving along? I mean, like this is a movie. It's called Freddy versus Jason. There's a point that you go. Oh my god, I am not like okay. taking this shit okay. seriously. I, I like, will I will agree with there is I thought one really great kill. I at the and I and I it was at the beginning of the movie with the douchebags. Um <laughs> Yeah, no the uh, the dude crushed in the bed. Crushed in the mattress. It dude, was such perfect. a great kill. And I thought that that was kind of a throwback to um, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, where uh, is it Johnny Death? Right, the first one gets, gets pulled into the bed. Yeah. The water and also bed. Kevin Bacon gets stabbed to the neck. It's kind of like I forgot Jason Kevin and Freddie like a bed kill, and uh, like it's so, a classic stabbed and yeah. pulled up. But I liked I liked that kill a lot. Up. That's but, my move. Um, Johnny, <laughs> you know what? I didn't take a kill count on this. One. Oh, I got a kill count, but there's also um. The stoner who Freddy is possessing when he's chopped in half is also a really good kill. And it's a pretty good setup where he's like, come on, I man. Like that. And I he's just like, that. I got this bitch. Because Freddy loves to say bitch in this movie. Yeah, he says it six he times. So much. Real and then when he stabs Jason in the neck with the tranquilizers and Jason just chops him in half. Yeah. It's a good kill. The gore in that is really good. Now, right up before that point, I'm thinking about, so the stoner guy sees... Uh, Freddy as this giant gross CG caterpillar smoking from a ball. Yeah, right? the, the oh, Alice in shit. Wonderland Freddy right? caterpillar so pisses sitting, me the fuck oh, exactly. off. I'm sitting here and thinking like, it's just a tie-in. Yeah. With their willingness to use as much CG as they're using they could put almost anything they want to see on screen and this is the idea they came up with. It's like, come on, you can, you can be a little more it's, inventive. But, than but that it's, it's the completely the same bullshit that happened in the previous, except for New Nightmare, 
the films, the, those films between three and New Nightmare, where you're like, this is embarrassingly bad. What yeah. is going on? Why did you guys like? Oh, it's anything's possible. It's in dreams. I'm like. Can we get a better writer in here, please? <laughs> right. So, I don't, I don't, I, just to give another shout to Nick Thais of Unapologetic Eco, we actually watched this movie together um, online. Uh, we use rabbit.com, not giving out anything. But, um, so, we watched it together, and we both agreed, like, seriously, why does Jason look like Nosferatu in this fucking they get wild movie? With the like, it's so stupid. Uh, then we have Freddy Pillar, which is kind of what we coined, which is what Nick was just talking about. Uh, and the hypnosil side plot, come on, y'all. Which goes nowhere. It really, I mean, the, I it's think just that's... An it's, excuse, it's a change of scenery. It's an excuse for the characters to go somewhere else yep. and, and like have a goal, even though ultimately it never goes anywhere I at honestly all. just thought it was just to make the movie longer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like, it's we just need to, to fill out this running time. I, I do want to say... I mean, say- you're spending the whole movie waiting for Jason and Freddy to actually fight. And when they fight, Freddy uses kung fu. Okay. And it's and fucking then, tight. And then it's just, this, was one of, this was my whole point. Was Nick Thias's point was... Jason is only afraid of dream water. <laughs> yeah. No, that, love, no, that is so weird. Where I it's like, aha, water, your greatest nemesis, I know, Jason. No, 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 and then he just, only, he just essentially turns on a sprinkler. Yeah, he's he's only like, only afraid <laughs> of dream water. And then when they finally physically fight, it's like luchador shit. I'm like, what is <laughs> happening right now? I, I love the fight. Well, because it just you becomes like a would. WWE match. It's That's just exactly wrestling. what I put in my notes. The music goes like, do 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 <laughs> they might as well be coming down entrances. It's I I I mean I know this is bad, but I love I the stupidity of this it. Movie. I, I it. love the stupidity. Of it. Right. And, and I will defend Jason Axe. I will defend Jason X, and I will not defend okay. this movie. My challenge to you is to rewatch Jason X yeah, this week that's and get back point. to me. Because that movie, I mean, he's it's a sci-fi that. channel movie. I'm it is sorry. bad. I'm sorry. The secrets where they like he's in the hologram and like he's like hitting the the girl in the, in the, the sleeping bag. Sleeping like, bag gets it, and she's like, "Ow, quit it! Ow, quit it!" I'm like, "That's <laughs> fucking brilliant." But that's almost <laughs> the only good scene in that whole movie. Right, you but the, this movie is better made. Running you is like a very functional. Director, it's this movie is one thousand percent a better I mean, made movie than Jason. Obviously, X. we like Brad and Chucky, so he's a he's a functional director that we can put our heads around. But ah, uh, I can only it. do so uh, much as the fucking is, script. Well, I understand you know? that it is shitting all over two franchies that are beloved, and it kind of negates all of that. But fuck it, man, it's, it's stupid and it's fun. I don't think line. it's funny to use fall very I don't much. Think it's I fun. think it's two aging franchises that he just didn't quite revitalize. There were 8 fair. billion people involved in this film <laughs> like who were like, oh, if this works, it's going to be a big deal. Who didn't give a fuck. Not yeah. a single one of them. Who Probably most of the people involved in this had never even seen most of the films from either one of these previous franchises. Ronnie, you probably was the only person outside of Robert England playing Freddy Krueger because they couldn't even be bothered to get Kane Hodder. I heard, he, I heard he wanted too much money. No, no. no they said he, he was too short. Said- Mm. They wanted a, they wanted a taller huge. Jason. That yeah. makes sense. They wanted a taller Jason. And, and the, I mean, the guy that plays Jason is fucking huge. You know what? But, but, but I can't to remember. Be fair, he's six five. Yeah. yeah. To be fair to the ending fight of this, 
when they are like chopping on each other at the end and the blood is just splattering and spraying out, you have to admit it's a fun that is finals. cool. I will agree well, with you. The fun, he the kills, final fight is fun. He kills Freddy by stabbing Freddy with his own arm through his chest. Like that shit is it's cool. But, like in a very like twelve year old boy. But tackle. you have to admit that almost every bit of goodwill you have in this movie is ruined by the final fucking shot in this movie where Jason walking out of the water with Freddy's with head, Freddy's head, who winks at the camera and like and some like, sort of yeah. weird like Abbott and Costello movie. I'm just like, what is happening? Why is this a thing? The reason why is because they didn't want anybody to be like, oh, Jason won or Freddy won. Like yep. they didn't yeah. want to have oh, to. Like, and it was also New Line, who's that's that's Freddy's home base. Oh my god, yeah. it's startling to the degree. To which, when you read about behind the scenes, and there's lots of stuff written about behind the scenes on this, that they argued about this, about who would win in this fight. It was a massive fucking any, battle. Yeah, and they knew of that like, the fans them, were going to fucking be pissed no matter what. No matter so what. They, so, right, how so, they they to, so how do we do it? We let them both live. In how do, some how way, do we have, find a way to make it where that... Which like, is weak. How do we find a way to make it where... Arguably, they both won. But yeah, exactly. Which is weak. They should have just. Weak. They should have done one or the other. Or I mean, no. They I, both honestly, lost. I honestly, they or both there died. you go. As much as the comic book, because you know you'll bring them back. They should have had a surprise appearance by Ash at the end. He blew both of them away. Yeah, right. Going back to our Evil Dead. So I'm gonna go through these kills real quick. What do you Um, got? First one up. Huge douche backstab bedfold. Oh, love that! That was <laughs> my favorite kill. Douche. Probably that the best one. Um, no, I'm gonna yeah. feng shui. Yeah, was number, number two, bad dad. But he gets his head chopped off and placed back on his body to scare his son, which is very funny to me. <laughs> I like that. Uh, like, I like the idea that Jason was just like chopped his head off. It was like, I'm gonna just Here's put a this fun joke. right back here just to spook him a little. Oh my god, uh, this is, Alan, guys, hold on. hold on. This is hold gonna on. be hysterical. I just imagine, really you just imagine Jason like watching and be like, oh shit, he's about to do it. Oh it is my god, he's totally gonna do it. It's really funny. Oh, that sounds like me. And then Trey ran at that, his son. Presumably, he's killed right after that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then after that, we have uh, the rapist in the rave oh, who yeah, stabbed yeah, yeah. through the thing. <laughs> that guy. I hated that um, guy. Who, and at the same time, he kills the yeah, girl. Yeah, but he kills the girl. She's he's raping. He's, he's, yeah, it's kind of like that scene. You know, yeah, but, but Jason isn't like he, yeah, he's not out here fighting the good fight. He's just you know. Yeah, Jason is not Jason's out there. Jason's not a good person. Okay, he's like, I'm then, he's to not sex. A, I don't care if you're willing or not. Like I he's not a white knight. He's just like. And then he has right after that. You have the jock. Nice for him to go like, dude, that's fucked up. I mean, I'm gonna kill both y'all, but dude, come on. <laughs> but yeah. And then he kills the two jocks. One, he breaks the neck, and then the bigger jock runs and he throes a flaming machete through his chest. Oh, is that the cornfield one? Yeah. Oh, I love that's that number one six and so seven. Much. And then I have oh, what I counted from the party. That was hard to keep track, but I have 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, <laughs> at least, in the party. Yeah, because, I mean... Then I can see on screen if him oh, yeah, actually chopping. Just, yeah, chopping yeah, 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 He was chopping nets. Number 14 is the first Freddy kill in the whole movie, and that's Mark, where Freddy, like, burns his back. He's the friend. Is that the, the in order? You're saying that's the first yeah, person? No, everything else like, is Jason. Because Freddy's been too weak to hurt anyone. That's the first one that Freddy His whole goal is to get enough power to kill someone. Yeah. And then the next one is the security guard crushed by the door by Jason. After that, he electrocutes the cop who... 
Yeah, he let, Jason electrocutes a cop with the thing. This is the stoner well, who's he's being electrocuted. Cho- right? Yeah, the stoner who's chopped in half, which I kind of chopped up to Jason and Freddy because Freddy's possessing him. Kind of combined. The yeah. sacrifice and Jason chops him in half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, number eighteen is the nerd that needs a little rest after he was thrown into the back of the wall. Um, Jason has that kill. Nineteen is Kelly Rowland after saying a very homophobic thing to Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which, by the Holy way, shit, that really... Yeah, she calls Je- uh, Freddy a faggot, and the writers oh. came out immediately afterwards and said, we didn't write that. That was... In- we did not write that, and the director was like, Ronnie, you said, no, they're right. That was the- actually the actress improv that oh. stuff, which was actually kind of a major controversy at the time, because she's a big pop star. Yeah, we, Kelly Rowland. And yeah. they were like, yeah, she improv calling we him a faggot, con- and-, and people I were just, like, that's not okay. Right. For for that, which to I be, agree with completely. Yeah. And right before that, I'm sure the writers did write where Freddie's called her dark meat, which yeah. is very racist. Which is also right. so like yeah, you know yeah. that scene is just kind of nasty okay. in general. Yeah, um, it's right. also poorly performed. I just what felt like this? it was the most awkward. 2011 like, or stuff. something. But uh, Kelly is a uh, literally hit with a machete, but it's like a baseball bat. She <laughs> flies <laughs> into a tree and dies. That's that was 19. weird. That it was, was a weird, was a weird like, kill. A strange anti-gravity scene. And yeah, then, considering we've seen several people chopped in half by that same machete. Like, yeah. How is it suddenly just sent someone flying? And right. then num- number 20, I have controversial. I have it as Freddy with the arm stab and then head chop. But he does wink at the end. Are we going to count it as a death? <laughs> I don't think that's a death. All right, so we'll call it 19 total right. for this movie. <laughs> yeah. All He's right. decidedly not dead at the end. And, I mean, for final thoughts, I think that we should all just agree that as you get further into the sequels they suck more and more and more. I don't know. I mean, there's some, like, I mean, like... I mean, I don't think anything after five. I don't think it's in specific order of suckitude by number. I think there, I mean, anything after five. I, I honestly think Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason is better than uh, the, our number seven that we have. I'll, I'll give you Freddy vs. Yeah. Jason is better than a lot Jake, of the Freddy Friday the 13th Jason movies. Because some of them are terrible. I mean, I think Find me a better part eight, and I'll, I'll watch it. No, you when know? we got to part eight, where you were talking about, it, I was like, I voted for this because I'm like, what else what you else guys got? Really I mean, because um, this is at least yeah. competently made. It's just, it's like, it's not just like Fair some enough. weird director Fair video enough. trash. Like it is a movie, which is something you can't say for a lot of part eights. You know, um, Chris, what was your favorite one out of the eight? Exodus three. <laughs> I Alan. think it's, I think it's kind of a masterpiece. Mine is Psycho Two, and right right behind that is Exorcist Three. Nick, uh, I'm still on board with the Evil Dead remake, but actually, uh, Sadaku versus Hayek. Oh, Kaiko, Sadaku versus Hayek, whatever how you pronounce Crazy. it. Kaiko. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the I hell out of that one shit. right up to the end. It's a really, fun watch until the end. Yeah, yeah. It was just, where it, it cops out. It was just goofy, cheesy J horror mashup stuff, and it really worked for me. Actually, huh? I thought it was a lot of fun. Patient? I'm gonna go Final Destination Five. Really? Yeah, that wow, was my that favorite. Wow, that surprises me. Yeah, Dude, does it really though? No, it actually does. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. That would be my second. Is right. the Evil Dead remake uh, because Shot I just love Shot Lows didn't watch anything. <laughs> No, he's okay. like, fuck that, I don't even like but horror I, movies. I do want to say one thing. Did, did I say this about how Shotlos listened to Child's Play? Yeah. And he <laughs> was so enamored with, he's like, it sounds like an audiobook. I would listen to that shit all day long. He, so Shotlos' vote Shot is, is Bride of Chucky. Play. Yeah, Bride it's of a little Chucky. disturbing yeah. that he just bought a big puppet. 
whose name is Jeff. All right, so real quick, out of the 461 kills oh, of these movies, you added a mola. At, at the top of your head, what's your favorite one? Oh, oh top God. of your head. Oh no, it's Exodus Three, the Exodus one in the hallway with the the shears. Like, that is uh, such. I think it's the scariest. It's one of the scariest kills in the history of horror films. My mine is still going to be Eric from Evil Dead, where he gets you know stabbed. Multiple times in multiple ways by multiple weapons. And then he just, just like, lay yeah, down in the water. Yeah, and then just, like, <laughs> gets drowned in Gently the water. Gently face down yeah. in the water. Uh, actually, that's that's my favorite sequence, too, of all of these. But if we're talking an actual kill, because he didn't die at that point. It's true. Uh, I think the backwards bed folding. In oh, and, oh, that's yeah, a good that one. was it's a funny, good one. It's funny, it's one of the worst movies watched, but that kill was lit. That, that, that was, was kill good. so good. Uh, my, I think... I, my favorite might be Psycho 2. I just yes. might go for it, but the stab through the mouth that Lila comes out the Loomis, back of the neck. I know. It's fucking face. good. The gymnast it's, kill in Final Destination. Oh, the gymnast kill is also there. Of course. Yes, I should Maybe, maybe I'll put a poll up there. So wait, are we just like into people's good. backs bending backwards? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's and something then, about it. And I think we also mentioned the merry-go-round in Saw 6. So right. It's yeah. pretty good, it's too. It's clever. But the kills themselves are kind of like... Boom! People full. Yeah, I know, but I. I what mean, the, what made the that kill work was like everything that the movie was trying to be only worked in that scene. Yeah, and, that and one it worked scene really it did, well, it, and the actors yeah. were good, and it was a cool metaphor for it, uh, and it was, it was really yeah. shocking. That one sequence is really good, and the rest of the movie not so much. Agreed. Um, Holy Wow, cow. that is it for we, this separation. Uh, this separation. This separation. <laughs> of I don't even dooms. know what I was heading towards on that word. This episode um, of Deliberations of Doom. Yes. Uh, so we have decided. We're not drunk at all. For what our next uh, uh, episode is, uh, series is going to be, Alan. Oh, we do it. Uh, horror icons, horror actors or actresses. Icons. So yes. your classic scream queen, kings, or maybe killers. Uh, someone who's just an icon in horror in the acting profession. We're going to pick eight movies. Maybe we still haven't decided if we're doing one of each, two of each. We're going to figure yeah. that out. And we want to source Facebook you guys. And, uh, yeah. We'll put it out there kind of to the vote to figure out which movies we're going to do. Uh, so, so far we have like Vincent Price, Vincent Price Barbara, Barbara Crampton. Crampton. Uh, uh, what was yours, Nick? Um, Boris, Boris Karloff. Karloff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of optional people out there. For sure, we're doing Vincent Price because if I don't get to talk about uh, 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 his, uh, goddamn, what, I can't remember. Uh, it's okay, uh, I mean, uh, Doctor Fives. At least once during the length of all these shows we've done, I'm going to go fucking insane and kill all of you. So yeah, like, we welcome uh, advice I mean, on modern. Like horror, yeah, I can yeah. like that. You know, like we've, we've got we old need. stuff that everyone acknowledges. These are classic, important. Yeah, and actors I don't think we need to stick to like the, that idea of old being like, oh, Bela Lugosi, Boris Karloff. I mean, like it'd be cool to like go across the generations and try and get one from each generation yes. to do stuff from, we don't including just do stuff. who are the new scream queens and kings of films. And who are we looking forward to see more stuff from? Exactly. So I we want to hear from you guys, and we will be posting more stuff about this uh, very soon uh, after this episode to hear what you have to say. What do you want to hear us talk about? So there you go. And uh, what do we do, Nick? We just uh, uh, scream. Keep screaming. Keep screaming. Just keep screaming. We just keep screaming. Just keep screaming. Just keep screaming. <laughs> <laughs>